What's up, y'all? You are tuned in to the Listen Up Podcast. I'm your host, Jess, and it's time for you to listen up to what God has called you to do. Let's get it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Listen Up With Jess podcast. I'm so excited that you press play on this new episode. It's your girl Jess, your favorite and consistent podcaster, and we are here in the month of November, y'all. Now y'all know it's on par for me to drop in (laughs) once a month (laughs) to drop a gem, okay, to let you know what is really good and what is going on. Um, and this episode, y'all, we, we're just going to be really raw and transparent, you know, nothing different from what I always put out. Okay. But just giving a PSA in advance, this is for people that like to be raw and authentic and real about how they're feeling, what they're going through. We're no longer trying to save face and trying to act like we have it all together. This is where you have pressed play for a safe space, okay? So in the month of November, y'all, and, you know, the weather is changing. The time has changed. Y'all, we are in the middle of daylight savings, and it is it is trying to take everything out of me. What little I feel like I had left, honestly, um, because the fatigue is so real. And my sister reminded me that we need to start taking our vitamin D. Like, I've been slacking on my vitamins, and I, I can definitely see that that, that has been making a, it makes a difference. When I was like, when COVID was hot, y'all. I was popping those vitamins like they was candy, right, on a religious tip. And I never had been, like, just a strict vitamin girly, and then I really got into it. Then, of course, you know how it happens when you start getting laxed again and comfortable. You done got off track. You done forgot all about your vitamin C, vitamin D, unless somebody around me is sick or if I'm about to go out of town. Like, all right, let me double up on the zinc. Let me get on the vitamin D. Let me get on... Uh, vitamin C and um, my vitamin E and all of those vitamins or whatever. But vitamin D, since this we're not getting as much sunlight, is really going to help us with our energy levels, with our mood, um, even with our rest. I I haven't been pro- I haven't had a problem with sleeping, y'all, and I am so thankful for that. Um, and my heart is empathetic and it grieves for individuals. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you've been struggling with sleep because I have been in that space where it was a very tough season in my life, very depressing season in my life. Like I would, it wasn't even on just like the seasonal, like I was in full blown like depression, but like high functioning and still trying to show up. But yet I, had insomnia and insomnia is um, symptoms of depression often when you're heavily stressed and depressed. So if anyone is struggling with that, I would definitely be praying and hopefully this podcast can kind of help because we're going to be talking about um, 
just depression and managing feelings and emotions. Um, this time of the year can be very triggering as we go into the holidays. I know everybody gets excited and remembers like Christmas, Thanksgiving, da da da, family, friends, all of that. But you have to realize that not everybody's story is um, is uh, not everybody's story is the same, right? When it comes to holidays, when it comes to spending time with family, where family can be triggering, where friends can be triggering, where you know you start thinking about just like your life, where you are in life, the relationships um, within your life, you know, and how close are you, how distant you are. A lot of those things can be very triggering during the holiday season, and that's why they do. Um, you know, therapists and um, psychological research have um, it. You know, have discussed and talked about seasonal depression, or if you heard the seasonal blues, right? Holiday blues. That is a real thing, okay? And I know because I personally experienced that. Um, I've been very transparent about like my therapy journey and just the things that um, my healing journey. And so I've talked to you guys just about like how I have high-functioning depression. I was diagnosed with that. And high-functioning depression is where you continue, you go through some depressed cycles, and um, but um, it's on a high-functioning level where you don't actually like sit in the depression um, phase where you continue to work and push through, yet numb. Nobody knows what's going on, you know, and you or can continue to just work at a normal pace. And it's like literally that, like, I don't look like what I've been through. I'm going to just, you know, act like everything is okay when deep down there is sometimes a deep, dark hole and there's deep darkness within you that you are daily struggling to navigate. And so, um, but those that are either, that have had like weird feelings around the holidays that's where that seasonal depression comes. And a lot of it also is like now it's it gets triggered too because right um the the sun is setting early, y'all. So, you know, um about five by four o'clock and five o'clock is dark, it's pitch black, right? And so we're not getting that much daylight um and to where we could do more act outside activities and feel safe. Um, I know for me, like sometimes like being in in the Atlanta area, like I, cause I, I'm, you know, single woman and, and, you know, I don't like going out alone, like doing errands at night. It's not really safe, you know? And so I have just been in a home. I've been in the house. Now, granted, I have a couple of reasons why I'm just in the house and not outside, a, because the economy right now is where you cannot afford to even be outside. Every time you step out the door, it is going to cost you $50 to $100 just to breathe the air of outside. That's why, right? And so now I've really been enjoying the peace and comfort of my home um, and really just enjoying the mortgage of um, that I work so hard to pay for <laughs> monthly. And I like being at home now. Uh, but within that, there is a lot of idle time, isolation, and um, there have been some personal things that have been going on in my life that have really been heavy to navigate um, with uh, relationships and friendships and um, my, you know, my career and just trying to 
navigate a lot of things. Um, and so I have, I have been in the season of processing and I think it's important that, um, we talk through why we should go through seasons of processing and remaining still and silent, but acknowledging our feelings and now doing the work, okay? So a couple of things. Um, I was getting I was getting in this space with the last probably three months, very overwhelmed with some a very personal relationship in my life and um and I was just like feeling this heaviness and I was really trying to act like oh I got you know I still got to keep pushing I got to keep going and it's a very sensitive topic and everything so you don't talk to the you don't talk to everyone about your business and what you got going on you only go to your safe spaces and then as I'm trying to still navigate my personal life, I still have my work life. I still have ministry that um, I do. And it really started consuming me and becoming very overwhelming for me. And um, it was probably like two months ago, I really recognized like, Jess, you're not okay. Like, you're not okay. And that's okay. But you need to go and lean in your resources and get some help as you are trying to process feelings, as you are trying to heal, as you are trying to still navigate and you're trying to push through and, you know, perform <laughs> because a lot of us are struggling where we want to perform the work versus do the work instead of process what it means to actually do the work. And so I told myself, I'm no longer performing this work as if I got all my shit together. Like, I don't have it together. Like, I am struggling. Like, I am going back into, like, bad um, habits of, like, um, different coping mechanisms. And I started to see where I was just getting in a very dark place with my thoughts and my mind, right? Like, you know, um, not feeling like there was anything to look forward to. And those are heavy thoughts because it's so crazy where people can look at your life and we look at social media and all we posted are the highlights, right? But we're not posting the hard conversations and the just you know the dysfunctional of relationships the dysfunction and and the um the hurt and the pain that we're currently experiencing in our day-to-day -day, we're not posting that we're posting the highlights the good things the selfies the filters you know the the moments where we're out of town and we're you know eating and drinking and and having fun and enjoying life and um and the accomplishments, <laughs> the accomplishments is always what we're going to post. We're not posting our failures. Now we're posting the hard times and that we have to process and navigate. And so from the outside of looking in, it could be where, oh, like, Jess, what do you have to, 
what you got to be depressed about? Like, what you got? Everything's going well. Like, a lot of people see, like, if you follow me on social media, I'm in the gym, okay? <laughs> I am in the gym. I work out. And um, I love my burn boot camp. Shout out to them. Uh, and, you know, I work out and I've been um, doing eating, uh, eating clean, doing this cleaning um, cleanse, 40 day cleanse, and, you know, just lo- losing weight and um, really getting my mind clear, staying hydrated, hydrated with my water and all that, trying to take care of my body. Right. But I realized even with my body, like my mind and soul was still suffering. And so I had to go back and prioritize my mental health and my well-being overall because I didn't like the I didn't like the thoughts that I was I was thinking, you know. Um, And so I started reaching out to my village and um, I realized that I did need to get back into therapy. Now, I've been a big advocate of mental health. If you've listened and, you know, listened to the podcast before, I've shared my story about therapy. And um, I had been in therapy for uh, and since 2018 and with the same therapist. And I was so blessed to have an amazing therapist at the season that I needed. Okay. And I said that because I, earlier this year, I kind of seen myself, I had saw myself shifting, my healing, my, what my needs were, what I was really needing in my therapy and healing journey, right? Um, I had gone through a very dark period with the therapist that I was with before, and she did help me at the time that I needed. But now I felt like, okay, it's been two years since that traumatic event and traumatic relationships and all that. And so now I feel like, you know, I've been doing the work healing, but there's still some other things that I need. Right. And so I kind of just took a break and um, I'll pause right here. There's nothing wrong with taking a break. Like some people, you don't have to go to therapy every day, every week, you know, all 365 days out of the year. Um, sometimes it is very seasonal, um, but then sometimes it's, you know, where you take a break and then you realize, okay, I need to get back into that space again. You know, I and depending on the circumstances, depending on what has re- revealed, what do you realize that, oh, what have I, something is triggering me and I need to dig deeper into where is that coming from? What is that root? Where is it coming from? And, um, and be able just to have a safe space where you can express and speak and have someone that can, um, listen, actively listen, uh, without judgment with, uh, with an, and it's, uh, unbiased, right. And that they can, um, give you some resources and tools to kind of help you process. And so I, that's why you guys probably have not heard from me because I've just been in this space where I really feel like God has been telling me to, um, being in the space of processing and not producing. And it's hard being in this world, um, of social media as, individuals that are, you know, want to be content creators or entrepreneurs um, or creatives in any creative space that you're in, like, you know, having this podcast, you know, we get this pressure to produce. And so we're always feeling pressure to 
put more content in and put more um, materials out and videos and and um, statuses and content, content, content and produce and produce and produce. And yet we realize like we're not robots, we're humans. And so when a human situation or circumstance comes in your life, whether it's expected or unexpected, right, and it rocks your world and you're you're in pain and you're hurting and you're needing um, time to really just process the pain that you're going through. When you now felt like you were on track and you're doing good and then you feel like, dang, this just triggered me. And now I'm just immensely sad. Now I just don't understand why I'm having these feelings of frustration or I'm angry or I'm, I'm, I'm hurt. And you're trying to push through and, and produce and not process. That content and that production that you're putting on, it isn't genuine. And so I personally was like, I'm not going to pressure myself to produce, but I am going to pressure myself to process what I'm feeling. And so um, I did an opportunity, um, well, I took, sorry, took the opportunity to go and research for a new therapist. Now, this is really hard to do if you've ever been in therapy and then you're like, ugh. My therapist right now, I'm, I feel like I'm outgrowing, you know, this individual, and I think I need something new. <laughs> I kind of correlated mercy to dating, where I've had to have these difficult conversations, where um, I have tended to do that a, a, a couple of times, where you're just like, you feel like you've outgrown this individual, and that this is not what you need in this season, and you realize it's not a long-term fit. It's not meeting the needs of what you need right now. And I always had to tell myself, is that okay? that's okay? And that you have to just be open and honest and transparent about, okay, what do you need? And you need to take ownership of that, right? And so while I, I took like almost a six months, almost six to eight months, yeah, hiatus of therapy and then to the point where it was just like you gotta go and start researching I procrastinated because who really wants to do work like just think about it like you think about it you've been in a relationship right been in this relationship for almost like five years that's a long time right and then you're like okay I it's time for something new <laughs> or this is not working out or you know, got to break up. And then you feel like intimidated going back into the dating pool. It's nerve wracking, right? Same thing of like trying to go back into that space of seeking um, therapy. But I prayed about it. And one thing I do is I include Jesus in my therapy journey and in my healing journey. And so I was very, um, very intentional of like, you know, speaking to God about going back into this. And um, I remember talking to my God sister and she didn't like a lot of things that I was saying because um, I was saying some very like depressing things that would alarm anyone that, any loved one, right? And um, 
I had really dark thoughts of myself and um, it wasn't healthy. And I realized that. So, you know, she uh, basically held me accountable to, you know, find a therapist at the end of the week, at, at least just do a consultation, do something like. And so um, I appreciate her because sometimes you do need your village to support you in this journey um, of as you are going going into you, you feel yourself feeling that 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 heaviness in the in the and it's getting low and it's it's getting just dark. You need someone um, to kind of support you and hold you accountable. And so she held me accountable and I end up reaching out to my through through my benefits. And so I'm gonna throw this little splash in here because as an HR manager, I think a lot of people do are not aware of this resource. And so if you work in um a, a with a company, right? And these are usually you know corporate companies that have a full benefits package program and you are a part of their benefits package program. Um, usually these the companies will have a a part of their benefits program called the EAP, which is Employee Assistance Program. This comes with your medical insurance, right? And so as a part of the medical insurance, the EAP program, Employee Assistance Program, is designed and it's like a secondary uh, resource for employees that are looking for um, any type of services that can help them outside of work, right? So um, child care uh, uh, specialists, right? Um, adult child care specialists, therapies, um, legal services, um, you name it, anything to kind of get you through any a life crisis or life circumstances to help you get a better work-life balance, this service is usually it's available to you and it's free of charge. And depending on your company um, and the EAP program they select, that you can also get a couple of free sessions through your EAP. So if you want to learn more about that um, benefit at your company, Make sure you reach out to your HR team and or whoever your HR manager or, um, and benefits and ask about the employee assistance program because you can get um, utilize some free uh, sessions and they can help you find a therapist. And that's exactly what I did. And I've known about EAPs. Every company I've worked with always had an EAP, always. But I and I've always been the one to advocate it, share it with my employees, um, because life can get overwhelming, right? And even if it's not um, personally personally overwhelming, even just like your day to day work, you know, like you're struggling with time management, you're struggling with your workload and the capacity, and it's stressing you out and it's causing this anxiety and all of that. That's why you 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 get the EAP because we want um, employees to get the help that they need so that they can be the best versions of themselves as they show up to work and that it doesn't impact their work. And so we're always going to plug that. And so my company um, so graciously has eight free sessions that you can um, have within therapy. Uh, and so I was like, okay, let me go online. I, uh, I went online, filled out the form, and they found me a therapist, y'all. And literally, the therapist 
live um her her office is like uh 10 minutes away from my home which was crazy and met all of my requirements i wanted a black woman who was in um that was more seasoned than me and married um they didn't have to be married but you know it's always nice for someone to um have marriage too if that's one of your goals but she didn't have to be married but that she was a christian woman as well and woman of faith and um that was very important to me and literally i felt like they just found the perfect match and um i've been able to get in to their back into therapy and it has made a world of difference in my um processing season right now because um I realized that I can't I can't fake like everything is good when it's not good and that I need I need a therapist that has fresh perspectives um, and resources available to help me through this um, season of my life and I need to prioritize that part of my mental health as I'm on this journey physically, you know, prioritizing my health, my mental health also needs to be intact, the mind, body, and soul, right? And um, it's, it's, been, it's been good. Like, um, I realized that I'm no longer going to be performing the work, but I'm doing the work. And I know in this season it is very important to do that because again it's this time of the year it it can be hard um it's been hard for me for a while um it's been hard for a while for me with holidays in total transparency um since my parents divorce you know and um you know our fam, my family dynamic has definitely changed. So I've been trying to act like it doesn't bother me or trigger me, even when I just go home, like go into my hometown. Um, when you've had family traditions for years and years, and uh, and then everything changes, uh, that's hard, right? And I. I told myself this year that I was going to honor myself and not allow myself to sit and be triggered just for um, the comfortability of others or just because it's traditional. Do not sit through anything that is triggering you just because it's traditional. It's not healthy. And at the end of the day, um, you're going to be the one suffering at night when you're by yourself at home, right? And so at this, you know, I chose, like, let me take ownership of my process and um, get back into therapy, start back journaling, you know, spending time and just kind of being silent, right? Um, taking time to be silent and processing my pain before trying to push through and perform and act like everything is okay. That's what I am no longer doing. Um, 
And for anyone that has been struggling, you know, with relationships and work and just grief in general, right? Like, I want to encourage you to take ownership of your process and don't let anyone make you feel guilty for taking whatever time you need to just um, process and to be silent and to feel your feelings. And as we're talking about like emotions, um, it was one of the things where um, my therapist, I was talking to her and I was just like, you know, I, um, I've just been low, I've had low energy, you know, um, I'm getting up early in the morning, getting up at 5.30, getting, you know, getting up at 4, 4.55, right, to go work out, and I have, um, and then I get home, and then I have to go and get dressed, and then I sometimes travel into the office and commute. My commute sometimes gets long because of the Atlanta and just Georgia traffic, then I get an office and it's high energy meeting after meeting and have high energy and having to be pleasant and talk to everyone with a smile on your face, have difficult conversations, all of these things, and then go home and travel back and you're just exhausted, right? And I go back into my home where I'm hit with the reality of like, oh shit, I'm still going through some heavy stuff. I'm still grieving. I'm still in pain. I am still like going through a dark time right now and nobody at work knows. Nobody else really knows. And I have to act like I got it all together. And um, work can be a great distraction. You know, busyness is a great distraction. Uh, I think it ends up being like a coping mechanism when you can just busy up your schedule, stay booked and busy so you don't have to process, (laughs) so you don't have to feel, right? So you don't have time alone or so you don't make time for someone to come in and speak life over you and for you to um, have a space where you can speak over your situation and what you have going through because it is going to bring up emotions. It's going to bring up the emotions of hurt. It's going to bring the emotions of, of sadness, the emotions of of just anger sometimes, of, of confusion, right? Um, and you then start to kind of soak and dwell in that a little bit. And... That's where you stay in a cycle, right? When you start confusing your feelings and and your emotions, right? And this was something that I had been talking to uh, one of my clients um, about when it comes to like emotions, you are not your emotions. And I have to tell myself that all the time. I am not my emotions. I'm experiencing an emotion, but I am not that emotion, right? So I'm experiencing anger, but I am not an angry person. 
And sometimes we get stuck in that, I'm just angry, I'm angry, I'm angry. And then we start, because we're speaking this anger and saying that we are angry, you know, you tend to act out of of those emotions. But it's something that you are experiencing, but it is not who you are. Therefore, you don't sit in that and you don't respond and react to that, but you experience it and you acknowledge it, right? You know, um, when I am frustrated or when right now, like, I, I'm hurt, right? Like, I'm experiencing hurt, but I am not downright a hurtful person. Um, I'm not going to sit in the hurt, but I'm experiencing it. And there's just certain things that we have to realize that we do have some control, but it is going to take intentionality. It's going to take um, courage, right, to be able to step out of the to step out of those um, feelings and learn how to acknowledge them, but don't dwell in them because it's something you experience and not who you are feelings feelings are something you have not something you are and this quote came from Shannon Alder I found it on Pinterest and it was perfectly said it like feelings are something you have not something you are and I have to tell myself that a lot like right now you feel depressed but you're not going to stay in depression you're experiencing depression right but don't speak it over yourself. And get it, yes, some people really do are diagnosed with depression. Like I did, I've been diagnosed with it as well. Mild and high functioning, right? But in the spaces when I start to feel that coming in, I have to start then, okay, what am I going, how am I going to start processing and doing the work to help me combat these feelings, right? in a healthy way because I'll be honest there are times though when it gets so bad and you're just like I just want to I want it to stop like I want I don't want to feel you know I don't want to do the work the work is hard having to sit in the mirror and acknowledge yourself and all the things that you know you be self-aware about the things that the part that you played and then have to relive a lot of the trauma that you've gone through and relive your childhood and relive the relationship and the and the people close to you and how they've hurt you and how they you know it is not fun it is not pretty work it is actually very ugly <laughs> but there's a lot of good bad and the ugly in that work and in the end i do believe there is true healing that is on the other side, right? But we have to be able to prioritize um, in doing that work and not allowing the feelings to take over, right? Because the feelings, they're not, they're not facts, right? Like that was the episode I think I put out probably like last year or so, feelings are not facts and how like our, our, our feelings will lie to us a lot, right? And have us get our minds stuck in a certain place. And so my therapist was telling me about behavioral activation 
And because I was telling her, I was like, Ugh, I just, I want to produce a podcast, but I just have no energy. And guys, I had been, I had a creator's rut, all of that. Like, I was just like, I'm so sad right now. Like, I can't talk about anything. Like, I don't know what to talk about. Like, and I don't have the energy to talk, right? Um, but I know every time I get on this mic, it is a form of therapy. It is a form of healing. Like right now, like my, um, I feel my energy levels increasing and like, I literally had a headache as I had turned the mic on and the headache is succumbing and it's, I mean, it's, it's going away a little bit, so it's not increasing at all. And I was thankful for that, but you know, she was telling me there are, if you have hobbies and there's stuff that you want to do, right? Um, you're, you're going to have to push through your feelings. So just like working out, like somebody said, like, what motivates you? Cause like, I'm just so motivated, uh, you know, with you, with working out and, and getting up because they'll see me posting like at five thirty or six thirty in the morning. And mind you, I didn't think I could be a morning person anymore. Um, I had took a long break um, during the pandemic. I was doing an early class. I was doing a, a, a 5 a.m. class. Or I think it was 5 or 6. It was one of those. It was early. Uh, I was doing that. And then once I had stopped, though, it was like almost um, a year and a half where I was not doing that anymore. And so... I was just like, how can I ever get back into the rhythm of getting up early in the morning? And um, it was just one day I was just like, just just get up and do it. Just do it. And as I was doing it and I started getting up and I was making this like a habit, a routine of mine. There are a lot of times still because I don't do this. I don't work out because I enjoy it. I don't like I don't know about y'all, but like that ain't my ministry where I'm sitting up here. Like I ain't got to that. I don't know if it's because I ain't got to that weight goal. I ain't got to that energy. I don't have that <laughs> breath work or anything where I'm just like excited about working out. Heck no, I am not. Like it's so funny because at the gym, I'm going to be complaining the whole damn time. I'm going to complain the whole time, but I'm there and I'm showing up. But there are times where I have battled in the bed, y'all. I've battled in the bed. The alarm is going off. And I have like three alarms because I need all three. And um, my body physically does not want to move because I'm like, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. And then... And I'm like, oh, I'm sad. I just don't feel like I'm sore. I'm making all these excuses. <laughs> and then it's always like to the last, the, the last, the third alarm. That's like, if you don't get up here, you've missed your window, right? So that third alarm goes off. And I literally just like push through. I'm like, but you're going to enjoy it. Not that I'm going to enjoy it, but I'm going to enjoy how I feel after. Because I know the impact and the the impact and how my day, how it starts and sets my day, right? And so it's going to shift and change my mood because when I I, I know it, I notice a difference when I don't work out and I have to go into the office and I have to go. I'm moving sluggish. I'm very tired. I'm in regret. I'm annoyed. I don't have the same high energy. And so I'm pushing past those feelings of saying like I'm tired. I'm sore. No, you're experiencing tiredness, you're experiencing soreness, but you will experience 
refreshness. You'll be refreshed, right, after you do the workout. So get your butt up and go. (laughs) And so literally, (laughs) that's what I've, I've learned to do. And yes, there are times where I just be like, nah, I'm skipping a day and that's okay. And then there's times where I'm like, I'm, I'm glad you pushed yourself, Jess. And so while I'm in this space right now, I said, you know, I'm pushing myself to process, be still, and to get the help and the healing that I need in this space. Not just to produce and to put appease, right, <laughs> my community and what their wants or needs. But right now is I'm in this season where I'm reevaluating everything, right? My my life, my relationships, my my career, what I want. I'm trying to take time and to reconnect and recenter Jess and um and really have a mirror, right? Where just like this is what you can work on. This is what you're still needing healing, recognizing those triggers and not being afraid to speak on them, right? Creating safe spaces with my friends and family to say, you know what, I'm not okay, right? But I'm going to be okay. And that is what you have to speak. You got to speak back to those feelings, right? Where I'm not going to lie to you and say, I'm good, I'm fine. Like, and this is, you know, Y'all, this is the like most common question always. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm fine. And then I'm okay. Like, and I've just gotten out of that space of lying. Like I'm in the season where I'm not, I'm not freaking okay. And I'm not doing good. I'm not doing fine. But I will be okay. And that's and and it's okay, right? Like, I'm not okay, but that's okay because I'm doing the work. So it may be a little more silent, you know. It may be less talking and more processing, less producing, less performing, and more processing and more um, taking time to to love on me in this space because I know it's starting to, you know, feel heavy and I need to feel light. So it's important that we just acknowledge those feelings, but we don't allow them to take over us and try to control what we need to do, how we need to heal and um, where we're going. So My prayer and desire is for anyone that is struggling with any type of depression and seasonal depression now as we gear up closer to the holidays, whether it is things that are triggering from your home and from your lack of um, home or grieving loved ones that have passed away that you love so dearly and that your heart is mourning and you're not in the spirit of joy right now, that you acknowledge that, right, that you... Um, acknowledge those feelings, but that you challenge yourself to go get the help and the resources, the the love, whatever that you need so that you could start doing the work of healing it um, and not just trying to, you know, 
brush it over as if everything is good because that's not going to help you in the long run. So I hope this episode was a blessing to whoever needed it. Please send it off to anyone that you think that could benefit from this Listen Up With Just um, episode. And I pray that everyone takes time this holiday season to process and to be kind and gentle with yourself as you are um, in this season of healing and um, in this season of um, of resting, right? Resting your mind and being able to just hold space for yourself in those moments where you start to feel heavy and know that you're not alone. You have God and I pray that you gain and have community. All right. Until next time. Bye.